0: Yes, I think I'm a very valuable person. Oh my God, look at this guy. He's like prideful or something. Yeah, I'm prideful. I'm prideful about my existence. I'm prideful about my happiness. So many people feel ashamed to proclaim their self-esteem. Is it such a shocker or such a strange thing to say that I value my life above everybody else's? Do you want the alternative where you say, oh, other people's lives are more important than mine. It's like, how does that sound? I wouldn't like a person with that. Bonjour, bitches. Welcome to a new episode of Croissant and Iris. I'm your host, Jesus Croissant. And today, um, or this episode, it's kind of been late. Uh, just like last one, I've been thinking of just switching it to a bi weekly thing, maybe. And am also going to be a little closer to the mic because I know people like my ASMR voice and all that. So um, maybe I'm going to talk in a little more a sensual voice. Who knows? Um, but. Um, I was thinking about switching this to a, potentially a biweekly thing because uh, I find that the things I do currently they take a lot more time, or they. I want to basically give people the best possible information, and it's also unique, right? Because I find that well, your time is the most important thing, right, or the most uh, one of the things you can't get back, uh, or one of the most valuable substances there, there are so i don't want to waste it um so i want to give as much unique information as i possibly can right so that can only if i for example read something i want to read that first and really get my thoughts out on it i can give like a drafted version of it like with the previous objectivism episodes or whatever until i finally for example finish atlas shrugged um I can do that, but I still have to <laughs> do new things. I don't want to just be like the, the first couple episodes, right? There were a lot about me just kind of rambling or ra- ranting about stuff in life. But I want to really make these episodes really intentful and focused. And I have a couple of things I actually want to talk about because a couple of things happened. And uh, I think they're really interesting. Uh, so come along with me and you can uh, listen, l- listen to that stuff. Yeah, I'm a very, uh, I'm in a very entertaining mood. I know. Um <laughs> anyway i like doing this though don't get me wrong i absolutely love talking with you guys and the people that listen to this though you're my favorite fans like people that actually listen to this all the way so if you are thank you very much um because uh i think yeah it, 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 this is like me the most raw and most unedited right and uh you actually fully listening to that it's almost like you know Almost. I don't want to make it weird and, uh, what's, what's the word again? Like, uh, kind of weird online relationships, but it's kind of like a friend talk to you. That's how I want to make it feel like, right? Uh, very intimate and very close. Uh, that's how I want to make it feel like, almost. Uh, almost like me, as a friend, I've discovered something new, like a book or something, and I'm kind of philosophizing with you uh, in real time, right? So think along with me and, uh, you know, comment and share. Anyway. Uh, that part uh, done. Uh, I want to thank all the new subscribers and all the uh, people that have been supporting me and watching the New slander videos you guys have been wonderful. It's been I don't know how many people see I've seen it now um, In the la- I think in the last month I've got gotten I think about hundred seventy thousand views on it It's pretty insane. I can show the analytics uh, if you guys want uh, just uh, just tell me if you want to see it um I don't have anything to show for money anyway. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but, um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of viewers. And um, I also want to thank... Well, <laughs> I would like to thank the new people that joined the Discord, but uh, I've kind of done a, recently done a purge. I've uh, kind of kicked and banned a lot of people uh, because there were just a lot of juvenile... Well, let's just say children uh, on there. And I wasn't very amused by it. Um, so I will be updating that in the server and it's basically uh, showing the actual goals of the server and all that. Because I, I I, want, basically, well, I guess be careful what you wish for because I wanted more people, right? I wanted, I wanted a bigger community, but I should have said I want a bigger community that's also high in quality, right? So basically um, what I desire is, uh, how, do you, how do you say this? I, won't, I just want proper mature discussion because um, when I was complaining about, quote-unquote complaining about uh, my server, I uh, didn't have a lot of people, but it had a lot of intimacy, right? And it was a lot of mature discussion. So uh, I kind of took that for granted because <laughs> a lot of those people actually left now. Um, and it's a, it's a bit of a shame. I would, I would like to come back and we could discuss more, but, you know, can't I can't, how do you call it? You can't hold on to losses or whatever. You, you can't, you know, if that ship is already sailed, whatever. If they want to come back, they will be cool. Anyway, um, you can still join the Discord, and I hope some mature people join it. Right, then we can have some cool discussions about objectivism or type theory or stuff like that. But I probably have to make my content more educationally focused instead of just memes, right? Because kind of memes kind of attract children. Let's face it. Because uh, I'm a kind of a, I want to say I'm a juvenile person. I'm more like childlike and um you know uh what's the word goofy and uh, that attracts those type of people so I, I suppose i have to be more serious and uh, be more a maternal or not a maternal uh fatherly figure for people or whatever <laughs> i mean i like to um i mean i kind of embrace the whole daddy croissant meme i suppose <laughs> um anyway i also opened a patreon i don't want to make this intro too long by the way because I've couple things I want to discuss. Um, I opened a Patreon. Also need to articulate myself a bit better, but I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just me being insecure. Um I opened a Patreon just to see what happens. And uh, already got somebody donating. So, uh, well, his name is something. Uh, great name. Uh, but I don't know if you're watching this right now, but I really appreciate it. Uh, I don't know who you are, but uh, I really appreciate the donation. Uh, I mean, it's, what is it, three mo- bucks a month? I really appreciate it, like, genuinely, from a uh, bottom of my heart. Because, uh, <laughs> you uh, yeah, never, never thought I would actually get donations or well, an audience even, so I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful and I'll do more. I'll, I'll, an extended gratefulness uh, round at the end of this episode, but I'm extremely grateful for that. So yeah, I really want to thank all those people that um, are supporting me in any way possible, commenting, liking, sharing, discussing me even, uh, all the people that I've been typing, um, and especially the people donating. Um, Yes, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. So, uh, speaking of money and donations, I suppose, uh, I finally got monetized. Uh, I'm very happy about that. I may not sound that excited, but I'm really happy about it. Um, (laughs) They first rejected me (laughs) because I used reused content. But I guess YouTube saw after, what is it, 1,500 or 1,600 watch hours that I, I don't know, maybe he's eligible for monetization. Just maybe. Um, So, yeah, they finally... Approve me. I don't know how much I will be making, um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's not on the low side. <laughs> I plan to make a lot more content, though. I um, how do you call it? Yeah, I plan to make well more slanders, of course. I mean, I'm gonna basically milk that stuff until like nobody watches it. But I did a poll, and everybody want, like enjoys them and wants to see more. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll uh, dance a little more. Um, I want to work on those ASMR videos because I know people love my voice um, and especially if I do a bit of a, you know, sensual ASMRs. I know uh, people would enjoy that and um, probably will be doing custom request ASMRs as well. They're, those are going to be a little pricey though. I'm not going to just uh, commit to a 30 minutes, you know, project. That was a lip smack, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I am just going to do a 30 minutes project for somebody. Uh, For for like a small fee, but you know, you will understand that it takes me a lot of time and I got other stuff to do as well Uh, Anyway, those ASMRs will be coming. I will be making some public ones. I'll be making some um, Some exclusive ones on my patreon So, you know, if you want to see those you have to, you know, donate to my patreon become an exclusive member Um, And also just special requests and uh, you know That's gonna be separate also some I'm gonna make some shorter videos some uh what's the word basically yeah i guess more anecdotal like mbti related videos i've i've one that i'm gonna work very soon on i'm, I'm probably gonna upload it like next week hopefully um if another video also get, gets finished this week uh it's a bit that other video is a bit bigger i posted on my community tab it's uh wait, do i have a picture of it give me a sec all the people that uh Give me a sec. Insert image.
1: Body here is out of sight.
0: Okay. Uh, and hide that. There you go. So that's the new video. Uh, I've been working on it for a while now. Um, yeah, it's about 10 minutes long. But that that part, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I need to make it a little bigger. There you go. Um, yeah, it, it involves a lot of statistics because, you know, T.E. Parent, I suppose. It's... Um, I don't want to reveal too much. It's just a very dramatic video. It's a very spectacular video. It's a very... Uh, drama- Should I say dramatic already? Probably. Doesn't matter. It's uh it's it's pretty funny. Uh, it's, it's satirical, all that stuff. I think it's hilarious every time I look at it. I have, like, a giant smile on my face. Uh, I have a certain plan with it. I can't reveal too much again because I want to... You know, but it's basically, it's going to be like one of my best videos in terms of research I've put into it. And uh, yeah, I think it has about like 100 or 400 400 plus statistics right now. Um, So yeah, to all the people being like, oh, uh, Mr. ITJ, check check your sources. I do now. Okay, fuck you. I have it right here. I can show you all the statistics and give it in two seconds. Um, (laughs) So that's another video I've been working on. But after that, I want to do... A bit of a shorter one right just shorter five minute videos maybe five to ten so about this length uh <laughs> that you've been listening Um yeah there some more educational mbti stuff and you know the big video basically that's that's what i'm planning right now um i've been doing a lot of typing sessions uh recently uh like a lot but uh i'm officially done now like i don't do typing sessions for free anymore i um i find i give too much value away for free um no that's not saying i will stop be stop doing that like i will still be doing the podcast and the memes and the asmrs and all that, that, will be, that that'll be that'll be i'll be free right and i'll be still be giving away stuff for free but um the typing sessions like a private one-on-one for like an hour with me where i also usually give like life advice which is very very valuable um I'm not doing that for free anymore. (laughs) Uh, I would say I apologize, but I really don't. That's just the fact of the matter. Uh, That's the same with coaching things. Uh, So I'll be working on that. I will have a website uh, up very soon. So, you know, stay tuned for that if you're interested in uh, having a coaching session or a typing session with me, and uh, you can just order it there. Uh, Still need to figure that out uh, for the most part. Anyway. Uh, but for now, you can donate on Patreon, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, for Patreon, I like I said, I want to do exclusive stuff, though. Exclusive uh, exc- exclusive posts or things that are banned on YouTube, because that video I just showed could have a pretty high likelihood it will get banned because it's too based and red-pilled for uh, YouTube. Uh, so then it will just be exclusive on um my patreon or my website right uh my future website uh, that that's where i will be storing anything that's deleted or any basically it's going to be my back catalogue right um that you can fall back on so I don't have to rely on youtube because i really in the long term i want to move away from youtube and away from patreon and just that everything that you donate this is also just on your part if you donate to me um that everything goes to me right um, because, you know, with Patreon or with uh, YouTube, YouTube take, it takes like 55%, right? And also I have to deduce taxes from that. Um, well, I can't really dodge taxes yet, but you know what I mean. And uh, with Patreon, I think they take a certain cut. Um... Like 30% or something, but if you want it to go straight to me, right, uh, then in the future I'll be having services for that But then we're talking like a couple years into the future, right? Anyway, that big-ass intro out of the way (laughs) because I said I don't want to waste your time, but this is a lot of uh, things that have changed So yeah, basically to summarize it Thank you for all the support, Patreon, monetize, that's cool, plants, slanders, ASMRs, short videos, educational, big video that's coming, uh, then website with typing sessions and uh, coaching as a service. That's going to be very soon. Anyway, to the, I think, main topic for this uh, video, um, I went and saw Mr. J- Mr. Jordan Peterson uh, in the flesh. And uh, should I narrate this whole thing in a Jordan Peterson voice? Let's just try it. Let's just try it for the, for for, the, for shits and gigs, so that maybe people people enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> so, well, the whole thing could be summarized as uh, with four questions,
1: because uh, Jordan really didn't really um, he didn't really talk about a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> he um, he was so goddamn informative
0: that he uh, didn't go uh, that far into. Th- I'm not going to do this whole time. Actually, I'm I'm just going to do it when he talks. Um, he was very informative. So he didn't necessarily go into a lot. Uh, I, I've actually, um, I know you, you can't do this, but I, um, let's just say I have a way of listening back to whatever Jordan said and it's not mental. So let's just say it that way uh, so I don't get into trouble <laughs> legally. Uh, allegedly, uh, I, I may have used a certain device to remember it better anyway. So the first question was. Uh, this was, by the way, it was just a talk at a, like a physical talk or whatever. And I, I thought he was going to talk about um, his book, you know, his uh, Beyond Order, even though Beyond Order, I think it's already one or two years old. Um, but he really didn't. It was more like a and a uh, But it was a really cool to see him in, in the flesh that was yeah it was an interesting experience uh i, I would say i got a little uh, i got a little excited i got a little uh, semi semi boner you know um I, w- I was pretty excited seeing him uh i was very happy and uh, i was just kind of sitting there and listening like a child basically um which is another topic i would like to expand more on especially if i finish the idiots. We'll, we'll get into the idiot uh, in a minute but um how do you put it uh yeah it was interesting seeing him um I thought he was going to be taller. Uh, I don't know why that stood out to me, but uh, he didn't seem that tall to me. Um, also, I have pretty good seats, uh, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> just trying to point out the positive here. Um, but I didn't really have a lot of expectations uh, going into it. I mean, maybe a little. I, I mean, you can't be 100% unbiased in something, I suppose. But uh, I didn't. I really didn't know what to expect. I thought, I mean, I guess I, I thought he was going to talk about his book, but it seemed unlikely. So it was more like a QA. and um, a So... And his wife was also there it was, it was a very adorable wife he has uh like uh tammy she has a very sweet voice like oh well <laughs> well i I got reenacted with the questions um and the first question for him uh for Jordan was um you seem more angry in recent videos and interviews uh why is that um i'm a sudden like michael
1: like uh, why why do you why is that so angry <laughs> oh no, that's secret um but
0: basically um then he basically went on. A like I think an hour and ten minute long rant about I wouldn't say rant but answer to that one question. But actually, it's it's funny because w- that is actually one of the primary questions I have in my mind. Uh, if you s- have seen like Jordan's recent cont- content, he seems a little more uh, emotional, I suppose, a little more uh, vicious. Uh, I don't I don't dislike it though, but. It's interesting. Um, but he, it basically, I, I can summarize the one hour and 10 minutes for you like this uh, I've been sick, I've been stressed. Uh, I tackled emotional topics, quote unquote, emotional topics, uh, and experimented with new YouTube formats. That's how it could have been summarized. But he he talked about a lot more. He also talked about um, the value of writing, which I really agree with. Like I noticed the more I start writing things, like in a journal or just anywhere, uh, the more I can articulate myself and the more I can operate properly, because he basically has the notion that, well writing you can't really writing is almost
1: the same as thinking they're inseparable so because like it's the most deep form of thinking because you really have to analyze whatever you're doing to the most f- concrete st- uh till the high ab- highest abstract degree from the word to all the way to the, the the sentence the paragraph and then the whole book or the whole essay so
0: <laughs> i've got a slipping there but you know what i mean right it's basically saying that uh uh, you get the full spectra of intellectual stimulation when you write something. And I think that's true. I think that's definitely uh, a thing uh, that's important. And he talked about the uh, new app he's working on, um, or new app his son is working on, called SA.app. I'm not sponsored or anything. I mean, I would love to be sponsor, sponsored by them in the future if I could. Um, but it's not out yet. It's in beta right now. And they, I think it's paid, actually. Uh, they're probably going to make it paid. Maybe I should reach out to them just to talk about, like, when they launch it, how I can advertise it. Well, pretty cool. Like, because I genuinely believe that uh, their product or service could be, like, of major benefit to me. And I would never advertise things to people that I wouldn't use myself. Like, I would. I, I don't think I'll ever, uh, like, talk about Rage Shadow Legends or some shit. And unless they, like, offer me, like, 50,000 or 100,000 bucks, I'll be like, okay, whatever. I'll talk about it for two minutes. People can just skip the ad. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, he basically talked about, he's not actually angry. He was like, at like after an hour he said, so I'm not angry, and like kind of everybody laughed about it because, yeah, uh, he says a little more emotional, but that's because he's just, I understand it because he's talking about certain topics that are just uh, fundamentally very evil, or I suppose, that's how I would call it, but and and there's certain things like uh, oh we have to like tighten the belts or tighten our belts a little bit in the in the Western Front or not the Western Front but in the Western world right and and he was like yeah but if we tighten our belts in in the Western world like a billion people are gonna starve like you know if, if we cut down on for example eating meat or something or eating uh you eat the bug you know the whole Klaus Schwab bullshit um you know <laughs> if if you do that. You're going to kill millions of people, literally millions. This is not even a joke or me exaggerating. Like uh, in Bangladesh, it's pretty goddamn bad right now. They're going to they're going to starve people to death because they're just going to be like, oh, we're going to sh- shut down supply ch- chains for covid or we're going to. Oh, God. Now, now I have to censor that word. Um, I'll clap a bit um, <laughs> just for the editing basically uh yeah because of that we're gonna just shut down supply chains and gonna make people starve um because oh environmentalist issues it's like what the fuck are you on about like how anti-human do you have to be i mean we get we can get more on anti-human shit in the in another episode not to be negative but like i mean this whole new world world order shit this is not like conspiracy theory it's literally it's literally on their websites. you can you, you can look up the un uh, their plans, right on the we- on their website, you can look up the World Economic Forum. Uh, you can read Klaus Schwab's bu- books. They're all—it's not a, not like a mystery what the Great Reset is. They're, they're trying to enforce this this anti-human um, like philosophy, basically, right? And people just buy it, or people don't want to look into it. And I'm I'm just kind of like. And, and then people say, well, well, well Richard, croissant, like, wh- why, why would you want to go into this? This is all just like, this is just all hypothetical. How does it affect me? Because uh, they want to control you because they don't care. They don't give a shit about you. You know, words of George Carlin. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. Um, they want you to just basically die out if, if needs be because they want to um, enforce their insane ideas on you. You know, the whole Malthusian. we need to de- depopulate the planet type shit. Anyway, don't want to get too derailed. Um... But yeah, he took like basically one hour and ten minutes to answer a question, which I can relate with, even though he's a control type. I guess for him, he likes to stay on the question a lot, and I just kind of bounce around the same question for a very, very long time. So I think I need to be more concise with that. But I can be more concise in a, um, like an essay video, right? I can be very, very concise and make every sentence. I mean, I'm not like a poet or a great literary writer, I would say, or yet, who knows? I mean, I can get good at anything, really, but um how do you put it uh th- and, and that's in those things i can be more concise right because maybe people t- sometimes say that i'm sometimes people tell me i'm concise when i talk about these things but i i find i i don't stutter all that much but i can definitely improve and there's definitely some umps that i can almost cut out but i try to be as concise in my speech as i can and try to sound charming and interesting right for your entertainment anyway uh- <laughs> <laughs> For me this is like uh, all improvised by the way. I don't I don't script any of this like I have notes next to me right now Like on Evernote because uh, I figured you figured out you can actually put uh, OBS and whatever next to each other So I have notes, but this is all improvised. So to the people asking that yes, I improvise all my videos or all my uh, podcasts Anyway, uh, second question uh, I'm a virgin and I think it was like a virgin in his 20s or something. Uh, what do I do about it? Or to say to Tammy's Voice. Um
1: I'm a virgin and I uh, I'm around my twenties and I uh what do I do
0: about it? <laughs> like basically like that. Um and he was kinda like Well that's kind of the wrong qu- well that's the wrong question. Um the question should be, how can I be a person
1: that people want to be with and it's self-evident what my virtues are?
0: I mean that's kind of my objectivism spin to it, but that's kind of what he said in uh I don't know twenty minutes he took to answer that question or something. Um yeah it's, i mean i i could relate with this because i don't i don't really struggle with you know being a virgin <laughs> i don't really struggle with those things but um yeah yeah you answered it pretty adequately in the sense that yeah you, you i i felt this for myself especially is that if you love yourself right if you see yourself as a self evident virtuous man or or woman right uh, for women for women it's more like well you're also virtuous but in a different sense right So you're beauty if you're if you know that you're a beautiful woman but you're not like being Arrogant about it right like shoving people's like you still have to have that feminine compassion right? And those feminine traits that feminine submissiveness uh, Those virtues as well, but for a man, especially if you know that you're confident if you know that you're witty charming uh. um, What is it noble all these things right courageous? Uh, and it's self-evident for you and you have been and you're just reassured in your position and you've been you've proven this multiple times already uh, for yourself and others and um, you know, those and you see yourself as an example for people to follow or other people see you as an example for you to follow um, well if you let, let's put it this way if men want to follow you and want to be like you it's highly likely that women also want to fuck you like that's a fundamental principle I would say uh, in the sense that I mean I notice it when I just start taking more responsibility start working on myself being more virtuous better you know better every single day um, the more I feel better about myself and my life, like if you again going back to objectivism, I mean objectivism is you can use objectivism to just to get bitches, right? Like I mean maybe I'll just make a video like that, how to use objectivism to get bitches. Uh, pr- people will probably enjoy it, um, but it is it is true though with with that sense of okay, I'm going to be a virtuous person. I'm going to use my reason as a primary tool to operate in this world. Um, People will look at you as an example, or people will look at you as somebody going somewhere, going places or whatever. Uh, and from there, um, people, well, also women, will get absolutely attracted to you. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my spin to the answer to his question. But he was like, yeah, it's the wrong question. Because um, if you ask a question, oh, uh, I'm, because that's kind of also what Ayn Rand discusses. like, if you ask, like, oh, well... Uh, how how can I basically make a per- trick a person into liking me? Well, you can't, right? Maybe you can for a little bit, but that person is going to wake up. Like you can trick maybe some INFP or something, um, or some delusional INFJ that you are actually a good person, like an ENFP, you know, kind of manipulating an INFJ. Maybe you can do that, but in the long term, there, you know, people ultimately want somebody of value. Like if you if you're in love with somebody because of their lack, right, or their um, Basically, their vices instead of their virtues. um, That's not going to last, and it's also insulting to the other person, right? If and I don't want to be all about like emotion and oh, it's insulting and uh, blah blah blah. No, it's more like you wouldn't that wouldn't make any sense for a. Person in the relationship right if you were to say I am with you because you are disloyal I am with you because you're so pathetic. I'm with you because you are poor I'm with you because you're so ugly like how does that sound to the other person? It's like I'm with you um, Not because like you're actually a good person because you're actually a horrible piece of shit Like how does that sound? You know and people will say well, I'm not saying she's a she's a horrible piece of shit I do I'm not saying that but you know some people really relish in that right? They're like, oh, I don't love her. like she's like a burn victim or something and like her face is all torn up or um, Uh, She's, like, obese, but I like her anyway. It's, like, do you have, like, no standards for yourself? Why is that person even with you, right? Because if you have no standards for yourself, how, (laughs) if you can't keep yourself to a standard uh, or other people to to a standard, how can you keep yourself to a standard? That's kind of the conclusion, right? Uh, So, yeah, if you want to be attractive, well, I mean, you could kind of follow the CSJA personal, you know, self-intimacy thing. That's also, but I would say that that whole self-intimacy thing could be, uh, encapsulated by the idea of objectivism. Maybe I'll do my own spin on that and people will enjoy that probably. Um, let me see. Uh, third question, because <laughs> we're moving on. Um, oh, I'll just summarize. So basically he said, it's the wrong question. Uh, you should be basically making yourself virtuous and improving yourself daily. Uh, and then automatically people will go to you. And it maybe sounds like, uh, what's the word? Um... Uh, voodoo or whatever like oh if you just increase your value people just but it's true because you radiate any, any, anywhere you are well maybe not anywhere but most places that you are and especially if it's a social uh environment you will just stand out so much like you got your clothes are like nice and you know the nice and nice silk suit you're all you know ironed out you you look confident you're smiling you're happy uh, people automatically want to go to you do you want do what do they want to go to a dude that's wearing like sweatpants uh he's like hunched over he has bad posture he looks all all sad or angry like nobody wants to go to that guy He's like like really like uh, positive well i know surprise surprise positive people attract positive people um because well negative people try to get uh leech off or uh abuse positive people but I'm, I'm well i'm in the process of that like i and i think everybody should um any any negative people in your life you should just remove them right or just uh how do you put it if somebody's leeching you down and you're trying to be positive, trying to be better, just get them out of your life. They're not worth it, right? Uh, if, if you have to constantly and and with so much effort try to get somebody to your level, right, um, it's not worth it. Uh, it will also always put you in a... Uh, deficit situation in terms of energy, in terms of just output, and I had to lo- I have to learn this the hard way because I'm Fe trickster, right? So I'm usually I don't know what I'm getting out of the out of a relationship for the most, part. I know what I'm putting in, and I like to I love to put things into a relationship, but I cannot always see what I'm getting out of it, and I have to be very like, conscious and very rational about that, right? Um, sure, not everybody's an ITJ here, but keep that in mind. All, all FI users, I guess, and even FE keep keep in mind that. Um, any negative people in your life, they're not doing you any favor, right? Because even positive people, they can critique you or they can, um, give you feedback, but that's never, it's never in a cynical, okay, I'm going to diminish your whole existence and your whole achievements, uh, and, and try to, how do you put it, put mine above you, right? They're trying to encourage you to be better. They're, they're very constructive, right? And they're very, um, what is it? They're really trying to show you what you're lacking. Not not, not as the focus, but you're asking for it, right? You're asking, okay, what could I still be doing better? Those are like actual, that's actual positive criticism that you have to seek for. And I, I love when people do that with me. That's like one of my favorite things. If uh, Even if it's like a breakup or something like intimate or whatever, if if the person or well, the girl tells me like in detail why it is that, that we're not together anymore, um, I appreciate a lot more I'm like oh okay so I on these and these flanks I can improve uh for the next relationship for us both we can learn from that um I don't really I, I just generally right but generally you can apply that um but I I also generally appreciate a lot when people do that also but like a lot of people can't do that they usually hide it They 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 are actually just negative and they just are just cynical with most things, but then they'll say, oh, well, I'm being scientific. Oh, well, maybe I'm projecting a little bit because I also do this uh, for a bit. Um, At least I'm honest about that. but then they'll say oh well i'm all scientific i'm all blah 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 i'm all uh, I'm, I'm doing this in the for the name of criticism or constructive criticism i'm like that not really you just have this like negative cynical undertone you're not you're not hoping things to be better you're not hoping me to re- or others to realize their potential you're here to just to on people because you like being cynical you know and even you know that's the weird thing because i've heard people people really enjoy that sometimes right to uh have some like uh snobby critic going into a um like a movie or something, like YMS or I had everything. It's like, uh, like those, even those t- ch- uh, title names, I really enjoyed those guys in the past, but I, I, right now, I like, I can't, it's just like nitpicky and it's, um, it's just focus on the negative. It's like, your movie sucks. It's like, yeah, man, uh, this, this person that has, has put all this time effort and, uh, you know, whatever it is money into this into this project and you're just going to shit on it like as a armchair critic you know a movie critic uh, or like I hate everything it's like I hate everything really you hate everything in existence like come on it's so cynical it's so it, like no I sure these guys like they're, they make their career off that fine um but if I want to make a, a reviews especially I want to make it a bit of a general positive uh, outlook, and I hope to be better, right? Instead of just oh well, um, you know, in this shot, like they, sh- that you can actually see the camera I'm on still hold. Like, who cares? Who fucking like I, I was like that in the past. Like, I'm in all honesty, but um, who, who cares though? Like, just in- try to enjoy the movie. Sure, I like quality movies, of course. And if there's like a genuine problem, like bad character development or pacing, you know, I'll express it. But I really want, I, I rather want to talk about things that actually, I actually love talking about, like, you know, Synextric New York, uh, Evangelion, um, Ergo Proxy, uh, what's some other thing, Bojack Horseman, you know, those kind of type of shows, right, even though the last couple seasons kind of got a little out of hand with the whole, <laughs> the first couple seasons didn't, ha- didn't have a lot of that uh, woke leftist bullshit, but you know. anyway, that's, that's, that's besides that. I know people love like, hearing that, though. They love hearing me rant, especially if I go, like, very passionately into it, um, but I, I generally don't like it because it's usually my ETP shadow talking and I'm just like TI critiquing the fuck out of somebody. Um, but I sure, I can do that. And maybe from time to time, I can just quote unquote vent that. But I usually find th- things like venting or things like uh, just critiquing all the time or being cynical. It's like, it's just it just ruins your soul, right? And you, you can feel it at the end. Like you're so exhausted and your, your head feels cramped and just you have a headache. And you're like, you, you don't want to, like I literally feel a headache when I do that after a while. Um... So I try to be more positive. I try to talk about things that are divine and um, I actually love doing, right? Or I love talking about. Um, so yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Richard Croissant here, he really loves <laughs> life itself, I know, which is also a documentary by the way, uh, with a very cynical fucking main... like Roger Ebert. I don't like Roger Ebert. Um, it's just very... I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's I'm a bit chaotic today, okay? I don't, uh, maybe I'm just getting tired, who knows? anyway uh next question is uh wait is it actually finished yeah so I, in the future i want to make more potentially make movie criti- critiques or i would say reviews not critiques maybe critique is part of it but not the main thing right uh just talk about movies i really like i want to talk about uh how's it called park chun wook um if i say his name correctly and uh, like not, not in terms of like the pronunciation because it's like park chun wook how can you mispronounce that but um yeah, he made Old Boy. he made Lady Vengeance, he made Mr. Vengeance. Uh, I've almost seen all his movies and they're pretty goddamn great. I kind of want to make a uh, summary video kind of seeing his central themes more. And he also, I think he released, either he released a movie very recently or he's going to release a movie very recently. And he usually has like female protagonists that are really smoking hot and kind of badass. And I kind of like that. So even though I don't like boss ladies uh i just like to like that they're beautiful so i like good story dramatic story so hopefully he's not tainted by the whole feminist movement um although a lot of artists have been recently um anyway that's enough on that uh then third question that uh, miss jordan got asked was uh and this is already like two one and a half hour into the talk that, that's gonna last two and a half or one and a half hours so no actually it was like Anyway, we we only had like thirty minutes left, I think. So, <laughs> third question: um, I'm a professor that got f- fired for critiquing a books a book on transgender animals. What do I do? Um, yeah, Jordan really didn't know how to answer this. He was like, uh, "I don't know how to answer that question." Um, yeah, but it, what he, he said, well, what, well, more generically, I could answer that um, something is bothering you, and this is kind of what I wrote in a, in summary. Um, suffering is, <clears throat> oh Jesus. Kind of do the impression? Um,
1: something is bothering you there. Uh, and if it bothers you, it's an adventure calling to you. So find out what's bothering you. Uh, <laughs> find out why in particular, uh, why this in particular is a problem for you. Or maybe how to
0: fix it. Aim up, in short, wise up. Um, your destiny is enabled uh, I, I can't do the the voice all too much right now I don't know if it's actually good I see inferior uh your destiny is embedded in what's bothering you
1: um why why is it bothering you why is this bothering me'
0: uh, It's your destiny calling you <laughs> what bothers you is your destiny knocking and I I could agree like um and and this part kind of resonated with me a lot um kind of the things that the problems i stand for like for example the whole anti-natalist type thing um yeah those 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 issues i suppose i don't know if they're issues well they probably will be in the future but nobody really talks about them um if they bother me in particular i should probably speak about it i should probably it's probably something like my destiny or my um my psyche call it whatever you want god calling you for a purpose because that's how he also uh, phrased it like it's basically god almost telling you that right um that's that's how you can also view it. it's like uh, some divine purpose, like something in particular to you, right? Is being is being called for you, uh, called upon you, and exploring that and finding out the reason why that is bothering you. you know that can actually, i um, explain that. That can cover that can have a really cool adventure waiting for you. I suppose that's how you put it. Where. Like, for example, I also have some opinions about China or North Korea. Does that mean I have to maybe uh, go as a journalist into North Korea, like, uh, somehow, and like, in terms of going through all those death camps and actually recording that, right? And um, how do you put it? And then actually releasing that to the world to show how absolutely horrible it is there, like, uh, or in China and actually go into the death camps and somehow make it out alive? Like, I want, part of me really wants to do that because I find it such a major injustice that that's. That exists, right? And sure, you could say, well, Croissant, why do you care about uh, an injustice like that, that you don't even know those people? Sure, um, that's true. I should care most about my own life, of course, but I find it so backwards how, um, how do you put it? I find it so backwards how so many people are talking about environmentalism and about feminism and about rights and all this shit. I'm like, there are literal death camps, like literal extermination camps uh in china and, and north korea and we're just like looking at it like yeah well we can't really do anything about that because you know china and, and north korea they have nukes or whatever i like we can do nothing about that absolutely nothing really but you can't like spend billions of dollars on environmental quote-unquote improvements like are you kidding me really um sounds like a bunch of shit to me sounds like a bunch of uh how do you put it political uh, facade that you're trying to put up so people can look at you and be like, oh, well done Scandinavia You're looking real good right now with your environmentalist plan even though that, what is it 90% I don't know the exact percentage but like the most part of uh, Norwegian Electricity is being sold, but it's not actually being sold or transported It's actually just contracts that they're selling not actually the power that's being transferred like oh interesting so even if uh, well also for example if you have a, uh, a quote-unquote greenhouse um, your still your outlet your outlets, like your electricity outlets, they're still I think ninety-eight percent or what is it, ninety-five percent, I don't know the exact percentage, but basically like ninety-something percent is still gray or like bad electricity, right? And five percent of that or roughly five percent is green, and three percent of that is uh, biofuel, and then maybe two percent of that is like solar and wind. So to all those people being like, "Oh, I have like solar and whatever, I'm like one hundred percent green." No, you're not. No, you're probably not, uh, unless you live off the grid and you like supply all your power yourself. Uh, that that's probably not true. So anyway, that's a bit of an environmentalist uh, rant. I'll probably make a whole episode about environmentalism and why uh, this whole climate change bullshit is uh well not true it's bullshit uh at least to the degree that people say uh, it is like pollution yeah sure that's a, that's an issue like or um how do you put it how we're destroying certain environments in the sense of how to explain it' overfishing for example or uh plastics right i think plastics are a way bigger issue in that regard but I think there are definitely solutions for that. I don't think it's as hopeless as it is. Um, you know, to put it in Jordan's words, I don't know the exact words, but I'm a paraphrase. He was like, well,
1: for people that just realized they're a uh, planetary hazard in the, maybe the 60s, and uh, the improvements we have already made, um, I think we're doing pretty well. And
0: I agree, like, um, for for people that just realized that we're a planetary hazard or destroying the planet, whatever that means, um, and just woke, woken up to that. We have done, I mean, we've made some improvements and we're pretty, in, in, in a very historical sense, we have woken up pretty quickly to that and actually t- are taking a lot of action. Some of the action is actually like totally stupid and... um Not effective, and that's what you know. Jordan usually recommends is that get people out of poverty, get people as rich as quickly as you can, and then people will be like, "Oh, you can't get everybody rich." It's like, yeah, with the trillions of dollars we have right now, what if we, what, what about we increase the purchasing power and return back to a gold standard? Ever thought about that one? Pretty interesting, right? Um, then you, and then we have enough, mo- if you br- brought the money that's in circulation right now, also all the fake money, right? Um, and you brought it to a gold standard, there will be no money issue. Everybody could be rich, right? Um, it's, <laughs> it's mostly that people either can't spend their money or, uh, it's imbalanced or whatever, right? I mean, there are multiple factors. Economics is, well, that's, that's a uh, one critique that Luke Smith made is that, um, how do you put it? the environment and and climate change or the climate is about as complex as economics, right? And the problem with economics and, you know, basically meteorologists or, um, well, basically these climate change experts, um, it's about as unpredictable as the economy, right? They're both so, uh, unpredict- there's so many factors that go into an e- in economy and to, into the climate because it's like all things considered. Like the climate is something like nurture, right? And, um economics is just a monetary version of that like the trade of goods and Well climate is just like well, that's literally everything outside, right? Like everything uh, what's going on on the planet like uh, like the the, literally the the how do you put it the gravity of the planets can determine the climate uh um, and and the uh, how do you put it the this what is it celestial position of of our in our solar system can change it like it's too goddamn random it could be the, the drop in an ocean to, to like literally the whole observable universe right in terms of like the 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 complexity of it. So to say, be like, to be like, oh, I'm going to like predict how the climate is going to be uh, in, a, in about like a hundred or a thousand years. You're so goddamn dead wrong. We don't, we have no clue how it's going to look like in a in hundred years. Um, are we, can we, uh, and well, that's what Jordan recommends as well. If you get people rich enough, then you can actually uh, actually start caring about the environment. I mean, if you just look at it logically, right? Um, if you're just some poor sucker, oh, I want to say sucker, i just some poor inhabitants in some first world country, like in uh, somewhere in Africa or something, sub-Saharan Africa, and you're living at like a dollar, what is it, a week, I don't know what they live on, uh, like basically a dollar a week, uh, and somebody told you, hey, man, you're supposed to like recycle and like separate all your trash. It's like, that's not going through your mind. You're going through your mind is, holy shit, I need to get food, holy shit, like, my children are starving, that, like, and, and once you actually, while well, your children are fed, you're fed, you can actually sleep, all that, then you're like, okay, I'm gonna clean up my house a little bit, I'm gonna, well, I don't know about recycling them at all, I don't even know the effectiveness of recycling and all that, but, you know, most, I would say most trash, in that sense, comes from just people... Not doing it in the first place, not in the sense that oh everybody sh- is supposed to be doing it, but like in the first world country, it's it's ridiculous, right? Like you get fined for that shit if you don't recycle and all that crap. Give me a sec. That's so annoying. Give me a sec, and we're back. So, uh, if you actually if people have enough money, they start caring about their environment, right? And also. Uh, what about just having smarter people? Like, it's like, okay, guys, um, you kind of have to put, put back your priority on feeding your children, and you have to, like, um, I don't know, you have to use solar power now. It's like, you, can you please spend 20,000 bucks on some solar power, please? It's like, no, like, uh, and look at it this way. If you actually feed your child and properly, you know, he's not malnourished and you can actually develop his brain in a proper way, well, you have more smart people. Um, You know, did you know that I think Niger or something like that or Nigeria, one of the two, is going to be either the third, I think the third third world's biggest country in the world in terms of uh, population, right? Hmm. Uh, How about uh, in those one point, what is it? 4.1.4 4.1.4 billion people, uh, there will probably be some geniuses because, you know, statistically speaking, Jesus, I'm stuttering. Statistically speaking, uh, you know, it's like 0.0001% is like an amazing genius. Huh. So, how about we get just more people on the planet that are smart so we can actually. You know, they can actually fix the issues we have because probably a child in the future will look at certain issues we have and will be like, huh, well, we have this overfishing uh, problem. Maybe I can invent some uh, really advanced microbe uh, that can or some really advanced, uh, what is it, medicine. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying something. I'm I'm not that, you know, biologically smart or whatever or educated. Uh, That can uh, increase the fertilization of fish and uh, they can actually multiply uh, at the the rate of like tenfold, right? Or twentyfold. Wouldn't that be great? And actually those these fish can multiply and we could still have, you know, have our cake and eat it too. Um, Not in the sense that, well, you know what I mean? We could still eat them and they can be in a um, surplus still, right? Uh, That could be invented, that could be worked on and there's already so much technology out there that we can use or um, it has been used, but it's just being shut away because, um, well, that's going into "quote unquote" conspiracy territory. Uh, because people want to keep us stupid, right? Or want to keep us poor? or Want to keep us whatever? Um, it's when we actually start educating ourselves and actually start um, working towards these things. And I don't, I don't mean educating in terms of school. Fuck school! Like don't go to school, people. Uh, for the love of God! Like maybe if you, even, I think even if you have like aspirations of going to college, I think you've been lied to like very hard. Um, if you really want to like get educated and go d- deeply into something, just look it up. I know it sounds so simple, but you can ju- if you just look up you know, seeking thou, thou shalt find. That's what Jordan also talks about. It's like if you just start looking for, for example, if you're really into coding, but you have a certain knack for it in a certain in a very unique niche, you'll find that niche. Like s- same with me, right? I was interested in psychology and I, I wasn't sure. Exactly what it was about psychology that that I wanted to go into and now I found it right and now I found these uh, sexual dynamic stuff or this uh, Objectivism all those things right Um, like one and if the more you read the more well every book has some type of reference or you know I mean not every book but most books have some type of reference to another writer and, and even the, maybe the writer will write, uh, will talk about their influences right if you talk about Ayn Rand she talks about uh what is O Henry or Victor Hugo or Dostoevsky you're like oh, how who are these guys they inspired her I like you know I like uh, Ayn Rand let me read those guys oh Dostoevsky that's interesting um, oh he recommends uh, I don't know he maybe he recommends Tolstoy uh, maybe he re- recommend maybe uh, that's related with Nietzsche and Nietzsche is related with Jung you know all those things like the more you go just the more you stay curious and interested and actually try to use your mind uh and try to be as open-minded as you can be and get out get, get outside every box that you're in um that's when life gets really 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 interesting at least for me it did and i think well i would like to say it's for everybody um but i i i, I would like to believe that and maybe that's true uh i think it's true so anyway it was kind of a side rant um <laughs> which is funny because it relates to you know how Jordan talks and talks. In his talk, um, uh, well, the first question. Uh, let me see. Uh, did I already start the question though? Oh yeah, well, I, oh, oh yeah, I already talked about. <laughs> well, real professional podcast dude here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah, it was, it was a central thing about, uh, you know, knock knocking. What is it? Uh, knock and it will be answered. Seek and thou shall find. All that. I, I find the same way where. Um, so many things, if you just keep asking, if you really, really, and he said that, like, if you really keep asking, if you really want to know something, if you really, um, how to put it, if you really seek some type, some semblance of a truth or whatever that truth means to you, I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, the truth is subjective, because uh, there are definitely things that are true and untrue, like, that's just fundamental, right? Um you, you will find answer, and maybe, and he said, like, maybe you have to sacrifice, sacrifice 95% of, um, people around you like the maybe you have to you know uh yeah basically sacrifice everything to get to that answer maybe you have to do that sure that's a bit of a crusader view on it of course but um he said yeah maybe you have to do that but if you really want it you can get it right and he he truly believes that i think i think though if you really um stick to something if you really want to get to an answer of a certain Question that's really bothering you, you'll you'll find that answer. Um, <laughs> so maybe sooner, maybe later. Um, usually sooner in my case because I'm just very impatient. Like for example, if I you know <laughs> if I for, maybe this is the answer to my my problem I have or what I'm struggling with a bit is that thing of. Um, and this is why I like spiritual stuff and like divine and god figures come in my in, in my mind, is that when I start complaining, "quote unquote." About well, maybe it's actually complaining about like for example, oh my community isn't this, or uh, I'm out, I'm not at the place that I want to be at. Every time I complain about those things, um, if I focus on it enough and if I take action on it enough, then it will actually be fixed very soon. So, and I don't want I don't want to keep that as a mental. Uh, what is it? Shortcut to be like, oh, if I just com- keep complaining about things, those things will get fixed, uh, and I will get also get the reward for it because that's kind of a negative attitude, right? But if if it's bothering you and and I want and I want to fix it I, and I'm gonna fix it, that's actually gonna improve shit. Just uh, well. the time almost right or in a very positive sense so i don't want to complain about things from a negative perspective more like this is an issue this could be fixed and i want to fix it right i want to make it better that's that's i guess the general attitude you should have with that um so right now maybe you could say it's affirmations right i don't necessarily like that term or like law of attraction it's more like i guess it's more like if you put your mind to it uh you can make it happen and that sounds so motivational right but uh if you really think about it that's kind of where it all stems from right if you Rationally, or and reason in terms of a tool like operating in the world, identifying, integrating what you see around you right from your senses, uh, then you can improve it, uh, fix it, and from oh, Jesus, <laughs> and from there you can uh, reap the benefits and the achievements, reap what you sow, right? Um, yeah, and I, and I believe that's more and more now. And I, be, I think the more you use your rationale for your primary tool of operation for everything. Uh, I think you'll be, be so much more happy. I mean, it's going, kind of going back into objectivism. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just rambling at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to put this together with a nice little bow, I suppose. Um, but I'm gonna. How, how am I gonna summarize this? Basically, I find that there's so many new things that are happening with me right now, and. Uh, Every time I take action on something, I just get very excited when I do them. Uh, Especially now because I'm actually doing those things as well. uh, Or a lot more things, at least. Um, I see almost instantly, maybe maybe not instantly, but... A lot of time, I see pretty quickly the, the results of it, right? So it's very, it's it's just very fun, right? Um, well, self improvement is fun, guys. I know, going through the gym, you see your fucking benefits. Maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe in a couple of months, but you'll see your benefits, and the, uh, it really pays off. And maybe I'm just talking about delayed gratification, and my ESFP is just really enjoying it and being really happy about that. Maybe it's that. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's amazing, and. Um, <clears throat> What he said, I think this was pretty, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's profound, but it's maybe it's self-evident, but sometimes very self-evident things go, uh, you kind of forget them, right? Maybe those are actually the most wise and um, smart things a person can say, a very self-evident philosophy, you know, objectivism, or very, very self-evident uh, psychological thought from, you know, Jordan Peterson, for example. Uh, maybe that's what I'm seeking, right? That maybe Again, maybe we should strive more to be like a child or more like children in the sense that they should have a simple mind on things, And not, not in a, I don't desire complexity, but if something complex can be described in a word, almost, uh, you know, that, that would be amazing, right? And that you understand the full uh, meaning of it in one word, well, that's a little extreme maybe, but you know what I mean, right? If you can make a term for something super complex, uh, I mean, well, Chris, you're just talking about like uh, the definition of words and how words have meanings. Like, yeah, I, I know this sounds semi pretentious, maybe I don't care. Um, it's more that if you can summarize it in, in a very plain language, something that's very complex or very something that you have struggled with for a long time. I think that that grips people. Right. I think that's very appealing to people. I mean, it's for me. So I assume other people find it as well, because that's what I found with Jordan Peterson, for example. Like he uses big words, quote unquote, but he's not. it's not like you can't follow him, right? He's Pretty simple in his language. He's not like uh I was like one philosopher called that one INTP dude? He's so pretentious. Um it's not like that, right? Yeah, he uses more fancy words, but that's just because he's pretty well articulated, right? That's what, what well articulated people do. Um anyway. Then I think the fourth question was. Um let me see. Fourth question was, what will, will you make your <laughs> will or do you want your books to be available in prisons? And then he said, Well, yes, of course. Um I don't know the logic. This is my summary, basically. Um, But I don't know the I don't know the logistics of that yet. Uh, It's difficult. And then like insert stories about difficulty of other projects. Yeah, that was. I mean, it wasn't that interesting of a question. But uh, yeah, he's just tried to say yeah, he's he's trying to move out his books and uh, resources to other people, which is very similar to what I'm doing. Doing because I want to also spread my videos more around with people because I think I got some interesting shit to say. yes i think i 'm a very valuable person, and then people will be like, "Oh my god, look at this guy he's like he 's like prideful or something yeah i 'm prideful i 'm prideful about my existence i 'm prideful about my happiness i don 't give a shit i 'm not rubbing it in your face uh, it 's just like so many people feel ashamed to um proclaim their self esteem right they're like whoa it's is it such a shocker or such a strange thing to say that I value my life above everybody else's it's like, what, what, like, do you want the alternative, right? Do you want the alternative, alternative, where you say, "Oh, other people's lives are more important than mine." It's like, how does that sound? I don't, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be with, I wouldn't like a person with that. Like if my girlfriend or whatever, or my uh, future wife or, or wives uh, will say that, like, um, like I, <laughs> I don't value myself, I value other people more. It's like, I don't want that. I want a person that's self-respecting. I want a person that actually values their life, right? Because your life is so precious in the unique form. Because that being absent, you're not, no longer you, right? You're no, no longer human. Um, same with me, right, I I appreciate my, how to put it, my uniqueness and, and my, my existence and my nurture, everything, right, everything about my existence. Um, so, so many people just uh, get pushed into guilting other people or guilting themselves for being happy, for having a purpose, for being prideful about your virtues. Why should you not be prideful about good things? What's so wrong about like appreciating good things? Like how does that make any sense, right? No, you should be prideful about your your vices like what the fuck does that mean right um anyway i know people will say well croissant i don't mean that i mean like i I love somebody uh, despite their flaws or something it's like okay sure but then it's not like you value their flaws right i mean maybe some people but then you actually value them right like for example some people say um like, maybe somebody has stretch marks, right? But maybe you're fucking into stretch marks. I don't fucking know. Um, then you still value stretch marks. I know it's a, maybe a weird example, but... Um, you're not. It's not like, I don't like stretch marks, and that's why I like you. It's like, that, that, how does that make any sense? <laughs> like, you're contradicting yourself, right? Anyway. This is not just me uh, trying to justify that I'm prideful. Because pr- being prideful is not a bad thing, okay? People need to understand this. Being prideful is not a bad thing. Jesus. Uh It's made me so happy to realize that, right? I think other people should realize it as well You can be prideful about yourself about your existence and your happiness. You can be totally uh, In love with yourself and totally in love with uh, life, you know as, as a whole um I don't know what's so wrong about that, right? I guess people say, "Oh, well, you're just focused on yourself." Yes, what shouldn't you be like? Uh, like, uh, excuse me, like what else do I should should I be focused on? Like other people, like self sacrifice all the time is that, is that the main focus? I know I'm just like paraphrasing objectivism here, but whatever. Um, anyway, uh, oh yeah, there was like one quick mention about the whole event. Um, there were like uh, anti fascist and LGBT protesters outside uh of the of the Jordan Peterson event and and what like they had a big banner that said something like um your freedom of speech is not an excuse for me to hate me or for hate speech I was like I was just kind of I laughed out loud at that I was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) I just I just I just walked on I was like Jesus Christ these people um yeah like oh yeah well that's the funny thing right if they just went inside and and listened to Jordan talk uh they would have realized that he's like Totally chill, um like in private or in public, right? He's, I suppose. In pu- I haven't talked to him in private. I will in the future, though. That's, that's. I promise you, I will have an interview with Jordan Peterson at some point in the future, and you can quote me on that. And people on fucking Reddit or something are gonna post it, be like, "Oh, uh, the croissant in uh, 2022 uh, said that he will get an interview with with uh, Jordan, and he actually got it." Whoa, interesting, inspiring. um <laughs> But I will make it happen in the future because. I'm not stopping with this shit and I know I am, I'm only on, quote unquote only at 3,000 I'm very appreciative of all the 3,000 people right now but uh, I'm not gonna stop I'm gonna keep doing this and hopefully by the time that I'm eligible to talk to Jordan in private or in an interview uh, he will not be dead so Jordan keep yourself like be alive please don't kill yourself um, I mean he's not planning to I suppose. Um, Anyway, yeah, the main kind of the main topic of this whole talk, to kind of summarize the whole thing, um, it's kind of Exodus, he talks about, he basically wants to, he plans to release the story of Exodus, basically the psychological meaning of Exodus. Um, yeah, basically he wants to go into that just like he went into Genesis, right? Um, he did it for Daily Wire Plus, he had a talk with like eight intellectuals that he handpicked or cherry picked. Um, and he's going to release that. I don't know when he said that. I have to, I have to go back and uh, listen to that. But uh, he's going to release the Exodus series about uh, the psychological meaning of ex- basically of that of that book, right, of the Bible. Um, so that's interesting. But it's interesting that he said that because I kind of felt like for me also I had a bit of an Exodus feeling in terms of. Uh, certain things are really changing and i'm kind of going into the desert right as he said like he basically described that how some people get so attached to their ideological ideological beliefs and it's like yeah if you let them go like why would you not let them go wouldn't you be in the promised land it's actually no if you let go go away from tyranny you actually end up in the desert like you know moses did basically and you wander around uh, until you find the promised land after a long while and that's very scary right because people die in the desert and die in the Wastelands basically um, But I kind of feel like I'm in that not not necessarily in the wasteland uh, Maybe a little bit, but I'm, I'm kind of seeking a lot and kind of uh, Seeing what the next step forward is because apparently I didn't know that he said that basically X ex, X Otis or whatever or X Um It's something like the way forward or the next step forward He um, said I think the translation was so I felt like how huh, that's interesting because well literally a couple days after that, I got monetized, then I opened my Patreon and I'm planning to do so much more and actually like really upload a shit ton and have, um, have myself become like the biggest channel basically for, well at least MBTI, right? And well, potentially for certain genres on YouTube for sure. Uh, one of the biggest podcasts, I definitely plan on doing that, even though this episode has kind of been, I want to say a mess, but I've been kind of ranty, uh, but you know, I know people enjoy it. (laughs) Some people, there's a market for it. Uh, Let me see. So yeah, so for videos and for IRL stuff and just being a general person, right? um, There's so many things that are like basically starting under Exodus because Genesis was like the start of my channel and sort of things I went into. But I'm really like taking go towards the next level with things and i also talked to this one entp dude in my server and he basically said there was gonna something big was gonna happen at the 26th uh i guess it wasn't by monetization or something (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well it's interesting i suppose and i don't don't know i'm just so excited to do more so much more only i have to really I'm, i'm a finisher so i have to like flesh everything out maybe i just need to like not half-ass things but you know go full on type and just almost like give hand in something unfinished uh just to see what it does like for example the slander videos i didn't really think about it all that much i just made a video in like 20 minutes or something then i uploaded it and then i got a shit ton of views so maybe i just need to experiment more right um basically see where to to go in the promised land until or uh, in the wastelands until i find the promised land um but maybe I'm already partly in the promised land. Maybe the promised land is not just a control-based end destination, but a journey, right? Uh, <laughs> getting closer and closer to the ideal situation. But whatever, I'm just very excited about that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna talk real quick. I'm gonna talk about three books I've been reading because yes, I've been reading again. Um So I've I've read The Idiot more, and I really love it. Uh, I think. Mishkin, like Prince Mishkin, the main character, is, a, is such a lovely character. I I, I enjoy his, uh, he's so plain, I suppose, and, and childlike, and, and it's not naive. It's a weird way to describe him. He's just a very, I would say he's just a very honest man, right? Because um, he's just, how to put it? He has a certain radical open mind, not in a like ENFP like chauvinist type way, where he's like, "Oh, I listen to all people's ideas," but actually, just behind their back, they have like all these opinions, you know, behind their mask. Um, No, it's actually like um, he truly listens. It truly tries, almost like maybe, maybe comparable to uh, like Michael Jackson or something, right? It's like a man that is so like he has certain skills, but doesn't. How do you explain this? Like, he, for example, he's good at calligraphy, right? And well, it's, fu- it's kind of funny because he contradicts himself because he says, oh, I don't have any talents of particular at all. But then, like, five pages later, he says, oh, I have a great talent for calligraphy. So I was like, uh, Mr. Dostoevsky, did you see your contradiction? Was this purposeful? Um, but maybe he just is flaunt about it or maybe it's lost in translation. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he... Um, I-, I remember this one story from Michael Jackson where he was like... He basically looked at a piece of furniture or whatever, and he was looking at it very closely. And he was just, like, looking at the little edges or whatever, or the little intricacies. And, like, at every single square inch, he would be like, oh, wow, oh, wow, that's so good. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> Michael impression everybody. Um, and it's kind of the same impression I get from Mishkin. He was like, he's just very plain about, and very simple about what he describes, right? He's, uh, how do you explain this? Um... i'm not that far into it i'm like seven chapters into it um but he just he just states what's on his mind not in a hostile way um and he he never holds grudges or something he's never like scheming and he's i want to say he's just blowing with the wind but like i don't know he's just enjoying life like a child right um like still taking responsibility and not doing trying trying not to do evil but um really seeing every day as unique and every day as um an adventure i suppose uh and it's really something admirable to look, you know, look up at against. And I really find myself in his character. Uh, it's a really interesting character, and I recommend people start reading it as well. Re- read it with me if you can, actually. Uh, if you're finished with Alice shrugged that is, because um, I haven't finished it yet. Maybe you'll, uh, maybe some people in the audience can actually uh, uh, be faster than me in reading, because I'm, I would say I'm a pretty slow reader overall. Um, Unless it's audiobooks, I can just go through something, like, pretty quickly. <laughs> That's why I only take, like, very complicated masterpieces when I uh, read something, because I w- really want to indul- indulge myself fully into a philosophy or a story, I suppose. Anyway, I-, I need to improve my focus, though. If my if my NI can actually be just super concentrated, sunbeam, I suppose, um, I- I'll be fucking unstoppable. So, anyway, um, yeah, the idiot is great. Uh, Let me see. It's very slow, actually. I think the whole, in the introduction, it said, like, the whole book, I think, takes place over 15 hours or something. Uh, Yeah, something like that, or a couple days, maybe. Um, Which is, like, I really notice it, like, but it's really interesting because it gives these very intimate, slow, uh, deeply, uh, what is it? Fleshed out scenes with these characters, right? And, And it actually... I want to say it's dreamlike. In the introduction, say that oh, it's kind of like dreamlike. It, it really isn't. It's more like um, it's trying to save as much time as possible to basically go to the most essential parts, uh, which makes the book a lot more memorable because then every scene is, uh, every every plot point has a purpose and every character story has a purpose. Right? It's not like um, some books do this, right? Where they kind of they're kind of uh, stretching for time, where like um, somebody some character asks for um why are you here but that's, you know the, the reason that they're here was kind of already explained in the previous scene oh i'm here because blah 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 sent me and blah, blah and then they'll give like an entire paragraph and it's just wasting time right uh, dostoevsky in this book just says oh and then he just told told him his reason um and i'm like that's kind of a, i don't i like that way of writing about it right um he doesn't do that as much with uh, crime punishment i i i noticed so yeah, I mean, Dostoevsky fa- f- thought that The Idiot was his favorite book to write. Maybe it will be my favorite, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I haven't read, well, I've only read Crime and Punishment, so maybe The Brothers Karamazov will be it, maybe Demons, um, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's just, a, it's like the most enjoyable, I don't know if it will be the most insightful, um, but it will definitely be uh, the most fun to read, I suppose. Even though it's pretty – like, it's long, but it it doesn't feel long. It feels, like, very fast-paced because he's just – every – an unimportant plot point or everything that's already discussed, he just goes by that, like, oh, and not he explained it, but anyway, next thing. Or <laughs> he'll sometimes of say, like, oh, he's brilliant, and you know, he'll literally use, like, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, like, what writer does, does that in a piece of fiction, right? <laughs> I, I find it pretty funny. <laughs> he's just like, oh, and he's, he's magnificent and, and has influence, et cetera, et cetera. It's, like, <laughs> it's almost like he's writing a draft for the story instead of, like, the final piece. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, so... Uh, yeah, very simple language, really enjoyable. I love it. That's my uh, general verdict on the idiots, even though I'm only 110 pages in or something. Um, I'm gonna read it more tonight. Um, I'm planning to read a lot more. Uh, also, I'm gonna probably do that thing again where I read an ebook, a uh, audio book, and a real, real life book at the same time. Basically, what I if you wanna follow my routine, I usually read like three hours Uh, of an ebook during the mornings then after my exercise then i do audiobooks during dinner and stuff for like two hours and then for one hour i usually um at night right i i I read about an hour and then i fall asleep um so that's five hours a day of of reading so (laughs) roughly so um anyway that's enough about the idiots another book i read was uh i Tao by um i said Berber or something like that some German dude. Um, Yeah, it was a bunch of gibberish. I didn't like it at all Um, I tried to listen to it. It's even though it's so short. It felt like so goddamn long because it was so How to explain this? It was just a bunch of like Word soup like I don't I don't like philosophy. That's incomprehensible, right? Where it's just like, oh, we're just gonna throw out the same words, but then you have to like pay very specific attention to how it's used in the context of the sentence? I'm like, can you just be fucking clear, man? Like, I really don't like this. Oh, like he uses the out, I, thou, and the I, I, uh, I, you, and the I, it, and he like he just throws that around fifty times in a sentence, and you, you're just totally confused, right? He's like, oh, if I'm, I'm just if I'm just abstract enough and just throw enough abstract reference, I guess this is how people feel about Jordan Peterson. If I just sound abstract enough and, and throw enough fancy terms in it sometimes and keep repeating myself, people will think I'm smart. And that's how this whole book felt. Um yeah, how I summarized it was uh God exists because everything is relationships, question mark. Um the ultimate Tao being be like being God, basically. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know, that goes against objectivism in the sense that um you say that everything is relationships, but then Ayn Rand could kind have of diffused that with uh, we'll that with, okay. So everything is relationships, but for in order to be rela- there to be relationships, um, two objects have to be identified first, right? And, he, and maybe he gives some like reasoning for it. Uh, I was just confused, and I, I'm not gonna bother reading it again. It's like I, I thought it was useless. You know, I, I like this uh, one rule that Tim Ferris has, it was basically something like, if you read a book and you read it attentively, um, you, and you kind of got if it's not interesting to you or if um how do you put it if you don't think there's anything else to gain from it uh probably don't read it again maybe that sounds very ignorant but it kind of holds it like this like i'm maybe i'll read alice shrugged again right because it has such a significant impact on the first time already so there's a high well there's a potential uh, future or protect, there's a chance for me that I'm gonna read it again to get the, to get the ideas even better. But if it's like Iron Dao, where I'm like, this is just a bunch of fucking random shit, um, yeah, maybe somebody will correct me and be like, oh, actually, it's talking about this, and I'm like, oh, whoa, you know, oh, you opened my mind. But that that's like, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna act all that. I think it's a waste of time. Like that book was just, I don't know, uh, I don't recommend it. And I'll, I'll, I'm, again, I'm working on the reading list or the tier list video, um, but basically. Uh, I don't recommend it. Uh, I think it's a bunch of gibberish, and it's just being like, yeah, I, I said useless and pretentious. Do not recommend. Um, yeah, it was just like, oh, relationships are the most important. That's like how you could summarize it. Relationships are the most important thing in life. It's like, okay, really, but sure, whatever, right? Like, it's it's. I don't. It's just a it's just a bunch of shit. And then in the afterward, he's like, oh, I don't even know what my text meant. It's like, okay. Fine, but like, I don't know, it's just a I'll just summarize it. It was a bunch of shit. Like I I didn't get maybe I just didn't get it. Maybe I'm just stupid. Fuck, I don't care. Uh I don't know why Chase recommended this or CSJ recommends this book. Uh, I thought it was bad. Um, just a bunch of like Kantian, like uh non-existence type philosophy. Um yeah, I didn't like it. If somebody can explain it in the comments or something, what it's about, it's I and Dao, by the way. Um I and Dao. Um and it can explain it to me. I don't really get it. Uh, I thought it was just a bunch of shit. That's my, that's my uh, review of it. Uh, and right now, I'm listening to Homo Deus uh, by Yuval Noah Harari, my absolute least favorite author right now. Um, yeah, I wrote down in my notes, uh, transhuman Reddit atheist book. That's really what it is. Uh, I'm only... Four hours in for the 15, but I already wanted, like, I want it to be over. I don't want to say super dramatic shit, but, uh, well, <laughs> I actually do, but, um, yeah, it's 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 just a bunch of transhuman, oh, eats the book, fucking, uh, like, an- anti natalist type shit. I don't know where he's going with it yet. I've not, not read everything, uh, but it's just like, A lot of veganism arguments like he's gonna go into oh what differentiates animals and people and you know why are why do people think they're so goddamn special and uh why 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 are people so scared of transhumanism basically why are we so scared of a collective hive mind future i'm like um that doesn't sound fucking scary to you like submitting your brain and your whole body to a potential government or business entity, like interesting for a person that's so against capitalism and all that, that you're saying that we should just surrender our um, our whole genomes and our well, our DNA and everything surrounding it to whatever entity that provides it, right? It just sounds so dystopian. Like did you ever, did that ever cross your mind, but it's like, oh no, I'm a, I'm an EGPTI hero, any uh, F-I- trickster? I have no clue what that might entail. It's like, dude, can you stop, can you stop this? Anti-natalist shit, this, this New World Order shit. It's, it's, I, well, I don't want to say uh, the J word, but it's a bunch of that conspiracy, right? Where it's just like, you know, Carl kind of Schwab type shit, where you're like, oh my God, can we stop this? Uh, I'm going to read it and finish it. I don't know why Chase recommended this book. Like, I'm with, with, uh, what is it, Homo Sapiens or whatever, of, uh, yeah, Homo Sapiens, or, or Sapiens. I was already confused, like, why he recommended that book, uh, but especially Homo Deus. I'm like, Chase, what the fuck do you recommend? This is, this is like, what you almost go against, right? And what part do you enjoy? Maybe because, like, he's a fellow ENTP, and he's pulling putting it in a truthful manner. Um, he's really just, like, promoting globalist ideas, and I fucking hate it. Um, I absolutely despise it. But, like, sure, I'll listen to I'm li- trying to listen with an open mind, but... Every time I my, my, I try I have an open mind and I'm listening. I'm like maybe he's going to say something smart. He says something so ridiculous and so um, I don't know, fundamentally like a Reddit atheist and I'm like oh my god like does it take like half a person with half a brain to understand this is like fundamentally evil what he's teaching here uh, and and also untrue. Um, but no, then he has this. Yeah, then he asked this pompous attitude of like oh well that's just the truth that is just how it is like why are people so surprised about this like this is just normal or whatever um or he will uh he will i hate this where he will say oh people think or researchers or experts have been saying yes it's like no no no, they have not okay mr uh, harari they haven't been not you think this you want this um you f- people think this should be natural or he says like um Oh, that the death of of God and um, uh, agriculture is beneficial or something like that. That the the, the death of God was beneficial. I'm like, I don't know a lot of people that will honestly say when they understand what they mean when they say the death of God and that they like it. I think that you cannot fundamentally say that uh, without like damning your own existence, right? The death of God being a good thing. I'm like, um, you should really read some Nietzsche, Dostoevsky, Jordan Peterson, Jung, uh, all this stuff, right? Because you are negating such a large part of human existence just by your... It's its like, it's, I don't know, it, it's like modern scientists have not read classic literature at all. Like, do they, do they only have a um, reference material or something, or like a reference window from the last 20 years? Because it, it, it kind of seems like that sometimes. Or, or they may be considered to the 60s. I'm like, you know that after the 60s, like, a lot of propaganda, like, could have been uh instantiated more because of radio television all that shit and how you know basically that's when also we fell off from the gold standard around that time right or yeah well roughly um so i don't know i don't know it's like it, it's so so many so, well, scientists scientists just don't go any further than maybe the last hundred years like basically it's like oh enlightenment was the best thing ever and was well, like shut up shut up you don't know anything um Anyway, uh, I don't recommend it. I I haven't even finished it. I don't recommend you reading Homo Deus. Um, Yeah, I will complete it because I said I will. I will complete the, um, how do you put it? The relationship section and the tier list uh, and the reading list. I will do that. But just for your sake, do not read it. I'll just give you the summary. Uh, It's okay. Uh, (laughs) It's okay, sweetheart. I will uh, do it for you. (laughs) Being all sweet and shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, don't read Tomo Deus. It's uh, it's anti-human. Anyway, a bit of a long episode here. I'm trying to wrap up a bit. Um, so I'm going to, I suppose I'm going to wrap up or finish a bit with some gratitude again. I'm uh, very grateful for your community. I'm very grateful. Um, <laughs> I w- I'm looking forward to what my community, especially on Discord, where we can change into. I'm grateful for you listening to this right now, uh, wherever you are. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I'm i grateful for the success of my channel I'm grateful for my life existence, happiness, everything um, also very 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 thankful for the first patron even though it's only been up for one or two days like thank you sir Mr. Canadian sir I don't know who you are but uh, thank you uh, let me see yeah I, I just generally just thank you for everybody sticking to this journey with me uh, it's been very interesting <laughs> you know after three years or whatever seeing some success and it's just exponentially going up uh yeah i'm very thankful for the books i'm reading and the great mindset i'm discovering and thankful for that event i had uh with jordan peterson it was a very fun event um if though maybe it could have been better i mean everything can be but uh for what it was that's all i want i want to just see jordan in the flesh and i did and i'm i didn't get shitty seats or um there was no annoying cancellation or those people outside protesting didn't raid the building so it was great right um let me see what was some other things I don't know I'm, I'm grateful for the people around me there's so many things to be grateful about okay I could go on for an hour another, another hour about that I just I'm just enjoying life um, I'm grateful for other people I suppose being hyped for what's to come right um yeah and uh maybe I'll semi semi Grateful for the people that I've typed in terms of making me practice the skill of it. Um, yeah, I, I suppose. Well, thank you for listening again. And um, hmm, what besides that? What do I have to say? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I uh, I'll just do the outro. <laughs> so I want to again thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, I don't know even I don't even know how to call this episode probably something like Exodus: The Way Forward, something like that. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you can, if you want to donate, donate on Patreon, I really appreciate that. You know, kind of, uh, in the future, it's gonna pay the bills, probably. Um, um, yeah, i want to also grateful for monetization, by the way. Uh, if you want, you can subscribe, like, comment, whatever. Do whatever you can to support me. I really appreciate it. And I really want this community to get somewhere, learn things, uh, just become rich smart knowledgeable charming whatever it is uh i just want to really help people in that regard uh only because out of my personal pleasure right because it also gives me benefit i'm not doing this out of altruism that's retarded um Anyway, support me any way you can. Comment, like, share, subscribe. Uh, share the podcast around. Leave a comment. I want to hear a full-on paragraph from you. Uh, <laughs> signed. Uh, <laughs> no, just a, even a small comment like, I enjoyed this, whatever. I really appreciate those, like more than anything. You know, donation is up there, of course. Donations and uh, services, of course. But after that, comments. I really appreciate comments and uh, people sharing it about and talking about me, uh, talking about the episode. That's the most important thing to me because, you know, that's ultimately when I want to gif of value for people anyway um yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode and uh i guess i'll see everybody in the next one bye bye fuck bitches get money